Each and every Wednesday, tune in to At The DJ Booth Radio Show. Powered by At Wise Guys Entertainment. It's Baltimore's talented DJs and MCs talking about trending topics, live interviews, and artist spotlight. The DJ Booth Radio Show cares about the community and is always giving back to area school. They support new local artists and shining light on up-and-coming talent. Each and every Wednesday from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Every Wednesday at 1 p.m. It's where the future of entertainment lives. Don't miss it. Listen, listen. We're going to get right into it. Let's get into it. The DJ Booth Radio Show. Welcome, y'all. You know my man DJ Duke is on business business move. So it's going to be me. I got my guy in here. What? The what from my father's plan. He got some good stuff going on. Before we get into that, you know I got to give a shout out to our sponsors, Math Through Music. Math Through Music is an innovative way to kid, for kids to improve their math skills through the art of DJing. The kit comes with a full controller, comes with a laptop with the software to download their favorite songs. It also comes with a textbook that's made out of actual vinyl on the front cover. It comes with a dry erase board just in case you don't want to do the digital thing. You want to write it down so you can visually see it. All that's in the kit of Matthew Music. Also, shout out to our sponsor, Bought Vodka. It's a strawberry flavor vodka. Coming out of Florida. It's black owned. So be on the lookout. DJ Duke has exclusive bottles if you need them. Look out for that. DM him about that. Also want to give a shout out to the WGE Podcast Center. Providing all your podcast needs. If you have a podcast and you're looking for a home for your podcast, hit me up. If you don't have a podcast and you would like to do a podcast, you don't know where to start, hit me up. So... Look out for those podcasts on all your plat- platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, a number of different podcasts. So I'm going to get right into this with my, with my guy. Yo. With my guy, Ward. He ran, he ran it down. So. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening, Ward? Hey, man, you know. You know what it is. For the people who don't know you, tell them who you are, what you do. Man, listen, we all about youth development. We're coming out of Old York Road, Penn Lucy. The store at your door, hot dress. My father's plan is all about youth movement. A long time, knowledge they thought we was just selling dresses. Right. You know what I mean, nah, man. Wow. It's, it's way more than that. Yeah. So I just figured it's time to start really telling y'all what it is and what it is not. Okay. You okay. Know? All right. Well, yeah. look, how long? Let's start there because I I remember the store at your door. Yeah. I remember the store at your door out the trunk. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. yeah before y'all had the brick and mortar. So so, how long has it been since y'all been Man, putting this into activation? Let me tell you something. You want you want the history, history. <laughs> Listen, 1994, I was at B Triple C. Okay. Freshman year. Okay. And uh, my daughter was on her way to be born. You know, my my kid's mother was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said, "Man, I got to get out these streets, man. Like, I got to do something." Right. Because my father, like, he wasn't around. I don't want to be like that. Yeah. I want to be around. What the hell am I going to do? And my father used to sell clothes. Okay, okay. And I hated it. Ah. I used to be embarrassed. Like, he used to make me go with him. Yeah. I'm like, Dad, I don't want to go. He used to make me go. Yeah. And I hated it. So I talked to my older brother, like, Chuck, I got to figure something out. I'm like, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do. He was like, why don't you sell clothes? I said, man, I ain't selling no clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't selling no clothes, man. And then uh, I just didn't know what else to do. Right. right? So I went to this spot that my father used to go to. Okay. And I went in there, and, man, the people were so excited. They was like, man, oh, my God, 
what happened to your father? You know, we, woo, woo, woo. Yeah. I said, yeah, my father died. They're like, man, you look just like him. What you want? What you want? You know, whatever you need. Ooh. I said, man, I got like $200. They said, man, you don't need no money. Your father was one of our best sellers. What? Yada, yada, Yo, yada. that's love. Yeah, yeah. So I had like a $300 credit. Okay. And I spent my $200. And that was 94. So that's when it started. It started, gotcha. started out the trunk. And dudes was calling me the hookup man. Yeah. Right? So I was hitting blocks. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. Blocks all over east side, west side. And then, you know, I was getting money, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I was probably doing like six, seven hundred a day. Nice. And I was only working like three, four hours. Clean. You know what I mean? So that's that's kind of where it happened. Yeah. So I remember telling T, you know, my little brother. Yeah, I know. That's I my like, man. That's how I met you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm telling T, like, yo, listen, I'm going to put this groundwork in so you don't ever have to sell out the trunk. You know, and then, you know, life showed up. Yeah. You know, and things started slowing down. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you know, life just showed up. Right. So what happened was... T took the baton. Yeah. You know, he 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 the young slick dude. Yeah. Right? Man. I was selling all blanks. No logo. Yeah. Matter of fact, that's a lie. I had one logo, a quill clothing. And okay. that was that was my father's name. Gotcha. But I only did that like once a year, and that was just for that wasn't for sales. That was for, you know, keeping his his, his keeping legacy. him alive, keeping yeah. his legacy alive. Yeah, right? yeah. And we still push the quill clothing. We right. still push it. Okay. Right. So, you know, T came home from college. And the plan was to have a, a store or whatever, but that didn't materialize. So I told him, I said, yo, I need a break. You know what I mean? I've I, I been hustling out this, this trunk for a minute. I'm like, yo, I'm tired, yeah. little bro. Yeah. He said, no, 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 I got it. You know, I got a few connects up in New York, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> so he took the baton, right? <laughs> and he and he went, you know, he went hard. He yeah, went hard I know, like, he went hard, yeah. He went hard for like a year or two. So then I remember him coming down with my job, and he had a trunk full of uh, stuff. Yeah. And, you know, he got all name brand stuff. I was selling blanks. Okay. I said, yo, how much that cost? He's like, yo, Ward, that's 50. I said, 50? You selling them jeans for 50? He said, Ward, they, they buying it up. Woo-woo-woo. Yeah. I said, yo, the game has changed. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to come back out of retirement. Yeah. <laughs> right? So uh, so then me and him, you know, we just started uh, strategizing a plan. You know, it's different when you got two people. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? So we started strategizing a plan. We started selling school uniforms. You know, we was all over the place yeah, with it. Yeah. Right? We was all over the place with it. We was making logos for other people. Okay. So we was all over the place. So then some, one of my homeboys called me and said, yo, you know, it's a it's a spot available at Old York Road. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, York, you know, I'm from Old York, but if you know Old York or the history of Old York, that ain't the type of place you would think I'm going to go open a business. Right. right? Especially right. at that time. Right. So right. I'm like, oh, York. I'm like, yo, I don't, I don't really know if I want to do Old York. Right. And he was like, yo, you should at least go hear him out. You know, go check it out. So I said, yo, what store is it? He said, yo, it's the, it's the candy store. I said, all right. So I go up there. I check it out. The place was a goddamn hole in the wall. Yeah. Can I, can I cuss on here? Yeah, you can. All right. The place was a damn hole in the wall, right? <laughs> <laughs> so when I walked in, right, look, knowledge, I'm looking around like, I said, man, man, I can't do nothing with this, right? So I said, um, I said, how much y'all pay for rent? <laughs> you know, I see how I pause, right? Yeah. So the lady hollered 300 a month. I said, 300. I said, you know what? This ain't that bad. Right. <laughs> that ain't said, that bad. This ain't that bad. You know, we, we could do something yeah, with that, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, I called the guy. I said, man, you know, I, I heard the people about to move out. You know, we want to move in. And he said, well, you know, it's not fixed up. I said, don't worry about that. I said, we're going to pay you six months in advance. Mm. And, you know, don't worry about nothing. We got everything else. You know, in my mind, I, yo, we winning. 300 yeah. a month. 300 a month, we winning. You know, all the guys yeah. I know that fix up stuff, that ain't no issue. Right. So, you know, we jump in there. And mind you, it's a whole building, so it was somebody living over top of us. Oh, okay. At the time, I didn't know right? that. Right. At the time, okay, gotcha. So, um, so we jump in there, and all my homeboys, 
I want to make sure y'all get this on camera for my homeboys that's watching. All my homeboys say, yo, that's a bad idea. That's really? a bad, yeah. That's a, and they're my best friends. So, yeah. you know, yeah. that's their opinion. They're supposed mm -hmm. to tell me. Right. Yo, that's a bad idea. I don't know why you're going to move up all your... Ain't nobody gonna support that. Right. Yada yada yada. Right. So I'm listening. I saw you. Know, I'm like, yo, well, why you think it's a bad idea? So every reason that they're telling me, I'm doing things to counter that, cause they my best friends. So, right. You know, they see things that I don't see. Right. Right. So so one of them said, yo, the hood ain't gonna support you. I said, okay. So I tell T like T, yo, we gotta figure out how can we get people to come into the hood. We ain't gonna focus on the people that live in the hood. Exactly. We gonna focus on people that don't live in the exactly. hood. Exactly. Another friend holler, um, man, well, niggas gonna be hanging in front of your spot. Smoking, drinking. So right. I already put the word on. Yo, listen, I don't give a fuck. What y'all do, just don't do it in front of this little part right here. Right. That's all I'm asking y'all. Right. Oh, right. well, no problem, no problem. So everything my friend said, I just made sure we counted. We counted that. So this is when it got, this is when my father's plan was like born. Great. That was my next question. This is when it was born, right? So we was already doing cookouts. Mm -hmm. We was doing basketball tournaments. Mm -hmm. We was already engaged with the youth. Right. So what happened was the people upstairs, they moved out. Okay. I was living in South Baltimore where you used to be at. Okay. Yeah. Right? And um, I said, yo, you know what? I said, I'm going to move upstairs. Right. Right. Now, you know, typically when people start doing okay financially, they don't move back into the hood. I mean, typically that doesn't typically, happen. Right. You know, you move out the hood. Right. So I said, yo, I'm going to move back up top. Like, I'm going to move. I'm going to move up here. Mm -hmm. And T was like. I mean, it makes sense economically, but you sure you want to live on a strip? Because, you know, it's a strip. Yeah, I know. He said, you sure you want to live on a strip? I said, I don't really, but you're going to give us this whole building for $1,000 a month. Mm. I was paying 1200 where I was living at. Right. I said, so we winning. Like, right. I could be where my three, business at. Right. I could pay the seven. We winning. <laughs> right? We winning. <laughs> yeah. So that's how my father's plan was born. So what happened was I said, yo, from now on, we're going to start taking a percentage of what we make. And we're going to put it to this youth program. Okay. Right? So kids was coming to the store asking for money. You know, kids actually use on the corner, yo, 50 cents. So they like, hey, well, let me get 50 cents. Nah, shorty, I ain't got no 50 cents. Right. Well, let me get a dollar. Shorty, I don't I don't got no dollar. Right. Like, yo, you're not homeless, yo. You, you begging. Like, I don't, that ain't cool. Right. They looking at me like, man, who the fuck you think he is? Right. Right? And I'm like, whatever. I'm right. Not giving y'all no motherfucking 50 cents. Exactly. Right? So one day, I wish he was here today. He couldn't come. My, my, uh, my young boy named Squirm. Scrum said, well, what can I do to earn some money? I said, mm. well, goddamn, boy, you talking my language now. Now you're talking. You're right. talking my language. I said, boy, take this broom, sweep up the front, and mm -hmm. I'll give you a couple dollars. I'll give mm -hmm. you like $2. Mm -hmm. He come back the next day. Can I do the same thing? I said, yo, that's your job every day. There it is. Every day I open up, 4.30, you come up here and you sweep Sweet. the front, and I got you. Right. Man, by the fourth or fifth day, you had like three or four people with him. What? Other kids. Yeah. What can we do? What can we do? Yeah. yeah. I said, all right, well, I'll tell you what. Start at the corner and clean all the way to that corner. Yeah. So they started from in front of my store. Gotcha. Now it's the whole block. Gotcha. Right now I got 10 of them. <laughs> yeah. Right? So I'll tell you. I'll tell it to you, right? I said, T, it's 10 of these little motherfuckers outside, yo. <laughs> he said, 10 of them? I said, yeah, yo, what the fuck I'm going to do with 10 of them? <laughs> he said, well, you, you got to give them jobs. Yeah. I said, all right, cool. So I go outside. I said, yo, y'all get the block to block. I said, yo, y'all go over there, get the playground, change the trash bags and bloop, 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 bloop. This 12, this nine years ago now. Damn. Nine years ago, right? So, you know, they do it. I go check the work. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, now they come in every day. I said, yo, goddamn, the budget wasn't for every day. Right. right? So I said, yo, I tell you what. Yo, meet me up here on Saturdays, and then we're going to clean a few blocks. I got a couple of dollars for y'all. Mind you, these boys was 9, 10, 
eight years old. Whoa. These same boys is with me now, but wow. now they're 19, Yeah, 18. 17, 18, 19. So when you see me nice. post and I'm sending guys to, to gigs, you know, I might say MFP gig. Those are the guys that have been with me since they was 10. Wow. So I can send them across town. And, and they know what to do. They know what to do. Like if you say, well, boy, I need a crew. Boy, how many you need? Nah, boy, I need three. I'm going to call three of my top guys. Yo, go over to, I give them an address, da-da-da-da-da, knock it out. Mm-hmm. And that's how I go, right? But it started like nine years ago, and um, it's just crazy because it was organic. Yeah. It was organic, yeah. right? But we knew we wanted to do something. We just didn't know what it was going to look like. Gotcha. So, so it ended up looking like that. So for years, you know, we just became 501c3 okay. in 2019. Got you. So for years, we were just funding out of funding our pocket. Funding out your pocket. Okay. Yeah, you know, it okay. was a hood thing. Right, right. It wasn't about. So now, now you're on you another know. level, which is why you called me. <laughs> Let's go into that. Yeah, Where you at yeah. now? Now it's like, you know, we get donations. Okay. So I haven't gone in my pocket since 2019. Good, good. Right now, I don't get paid to do my father's plan. Right. But my thing is, yo, as long as I no longer have to go in my pocket. Exactly. I ain't it got makes no sense. problem right. with doing this shit because it's developing my community. Exactly. Right? You know, it's, it's developing the youth. And the youth, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, people, I ain't going to talk about what people do and don't do. But I'm just not one of them people. That's, I want to have a conversation about what we need to do as a people. Right. I, I don't want to sit at that table. Right. When y'all finish talking and y'all got an action plan, tell me where to meet y'all. <laughs> exactly. Then I'm going to be there. I feel you. You know, that's just me. I feel you, you know, though. I, I ain't knocking nobody because, right. you know. I feel you. Me. you know, so, front, before, front before we go into... I want to go into the entrepreneur bag because you said something to me that touched me when you said, yo, all of my friends said something against it. Yeah. So for the people that's listening, when you come, because everybody, not everybody, we got a lot of people phasing into the entrepreneur circle now. They phasing out of their nine to fives. You know, some people haven't jumped off the porch yet, but they want to. They want to. So from an entrepreneur's mindset, when you coming from that position, right, and somebody says to you, oh, I think that's a bad idea. Mm -hmm. But you had numerous people say, yo, that's a bad idea. About seven or eight guys. Right. So, and these are people that are close to you. Like you said, these are my best friends. Yeah. So give the person, give a person a mindset that you had to have going into knowing Yo, all my friends are saying no. But in my mind, in my heart, I know yes. Right. Like, give well, me that mindset. Well, it's, it's, for them, for my friends, they wasn't saying no, don't start the business. Right. They was just saying don't put it up on Don't put it up right there. Right? They mm-hmm. wasn't saying don't start the business. So, for me, it's just about vision. Mm-hmm. What is your vision? Exactly. Right? And if you, and, you know, and I, and I listen to so many, like, uh, Famous people, right? right I right. listen to them. I, I've been listening to their interviews, right? Yeah. And they all say the same thing. Like, yo, no matter how good it go or bad it go, you got to believe in it and just keep believing in it. And keep right? going. So yep. I just believed in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I knew that I could sell clothes. Right. That's what I knew. That's what you I know. Because I had been doing that for years. <laughs> My father did it. Right, exactly. Right? So that was in me. Yeah. So as far as the location, I just had to figure out, okay, how can I bring money into our neighborhood? Mm-hmm. You know, it's economic infrastructure. Yeah. How can I get black people to bring their money to me? And then I give the money back to black people. Exactly. So that was my vision. Nice. Right? So when people were saying, yo, it ain't going to work. I'm like, yo, y'all just think they I'm trying to sell see. dresses. Right. Y'all have no idea. Like, this is about economic infrastructure. Yes. This is about, yes. this is like at the time, 11 years ago, we've been in business for 11 years. Okay. Right? 
So 11 years ago when we came up there, all the guys that was occupying the space at the time, they all gone. But all those guys is guys that watch me in the streets. So they was all my little brothers, but now they was big boys okay. occupying the space. Gotcha. So I wanted, I wanted to provide them with optics. Mm. Like, yo, y'all remember I was doing it. Because I had guys, yo, what? I used to watch you when I was little. That's how I learned how to hustle. That's how I woo, woo, mm -hmm, woo. And mm -hmm. I ain't proud of that. Right. But it is what it is. It is what it is, right? right. So I said, well, if you watch me do that, well, watch me do this. Do this, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it was about optics. You nice. know, that, that had a lot to do with it. Like, yo, it's like, it's like, it's like Barack Obama. Mm -hmm. You know, people say, oh, he didn't do nothing for us. Yo, he did a lot for us, like, in terms of optics. Mm. You know what I mean? He made people believe that, yo, you really can be anything. Yeah. When we was little, you could, you, the president. You definitely wasn't thinking man, about the president. you can't be no goddamn president. Right. You might say it, but it was just a dream. Now it's like, <laughs> yo, you, maybe yo, you, you can. Yo, you really could, right? yeah. So, so now if a guy say, yo, you can't go back to the hood open no no business. Yo, DeWard did it. Mm. Shit, you could do it. Yeah, I know a nigga it. that did it. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. So that's what it's about. It's just right. about it's the blueprint. That's why nice. I, you know, I put that in. Yo, this is the blueprint. Like right. if you wanna if you wanna um change the uh trajectory of your community, mm. I'm gonna give you a blueprint. Now it don't mean that this is the only way to do it. Right. But this is a way that works. This is a way that works. It works. So you know what's right? your what's your what's the vision for well we just we just started twenty twenty one. Yeah. So what's the vision from here, say for five years? Well, well, let's go year by year. Right? Okay, okay. The vision, for, the vision for 2021 is to raise more money than we raised in 2020. Got you. Right? Also, the vision for 2021, you know, we bought a headquarters December 2020. Okay, So okay. now we're fixing it up. Nice. Right? So now we're going to have a physical building. Okay. Right? Got like, you. When you come up on your road, you're going to see a building that say, my father's plan. Nice. Right? Okay, okay. So that is the short-term vision. With that building, we have vocational training. Yeah. We got GED training. We got uh, mental health groups. Mm -hmm. We got tutoring. Mm -hmm. We got community meetings. I already know with listen, the building just listen, set it on fire. It's, it's over. Yeah. Right? We got, <laughs> we got a breakfast program. Yeah. We're going to have a dinner program. Yeah. You know, I told myself, yo, for a six block radius, I don't want nobody to be hungry. And if they're hungry, I want them to know, yo, I can go to the MFP headquarters and get me something to eat. Right. Right? So that's the short-term goal. Nice. Now. I can't tell you everything. Goddamn. No, nah, you ain't got to tell me everything. I don't want you to tell me yeah, everything. I can't tell Cause, you everything. Because we going, because because eventually what will happen is we want, I want you to come back. Yeah. So you can tell us yeah. the progression of how you doing. No, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm going to drop all the seeds. You know, I might not tell you specifically yeah. inch by inch what I'm doing, but I'm going to drop the seeds because I want people to understand. And here's a, here's a seed right here. Here's a carrot. Here's mm -hmm. a carrot. Mm -hmm. So we in the process, right? And we got, we got two applications in right now. Okay. You know, now they call it's a lot of it's a lot of green spaces in, in Baltimore. Okay. But a lot of those spaces are not really green spaces. They just spaces where houses used to be and the houses got knocked down. So now they're trying to make it look pretty. They're trying to beautify okay. it. Okay. But it's really land. So you mean land, okay. They call got it you. green space. Green now. space, okay. Right? Yeah. This this the nonprofit world, right? I got you. They shouldn't have let me in this world, first of all. They That's a great world. world. Yeah, so yeah. I'm in it. I'm in it now. Okay. So anyway, so they call them green spaces. But a lot of them are just land that's owned by the city or private owners who really don't want to take care of it. Exactly. So, so they're happy that somebody, yada, 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 right? So now we're in the process. It's a like, it's a probably about four green spaces up on Old York Road. Uh -huh. Now two of them, I got I got a contract, not a contract, I got an um, application in to purchase it. Okay. Now the reason that I'm purchasing it, I told somebody, I told a close friend of mine, yo, I'm about to pray. Yo, why are you going to do that? You going to build something? I'm like, no, nah, I ain't going to build nothing. But I don't want nobody else to come in and build nothing. Right. 
Right. See, that's what happened. Like, people, ah, mm-hmm. oh, gentrification. I ain't got no problem with gentrification. You know why? Because when y'all come, y'all got to talk to me before y'all build anything right. anywhere. Right. And that's the problem. Like, we we occupy these spaces for years, 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. We don't buy shit. Right. We we don't care nothing about it. We, we, mm-hmm. we dirty it up. We, we dump trash. We don't give a shit about it. Yep. But then as soon as some others come in and say, oh, this is valuable. Mm-hmm. Oh, we want to build stuff. Oh, no, that's for gentrification and shit. No, bro, you made mm. all that money. You experienced all that trauma. All your friends went to prison. You done been shot. Now, one time did you think, yo, I'm going to take my $1,500 and I'm going to figure out who owned these empty lots. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to buy them. Because mm-hmm. if you would have done that, when those others came, they would have had to come through you. Exactly. Exactly. I feel you. So that's what we're in the process of doing right nice. now. You know, we got nice. a couple We got a couple applications in. And again, that's just a curve. I just want people to understand, like, yo, investigate. Find out who owned those vacant lots. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times the city owned it and they don't want to do nothing with it until somebody else see value in it. Mm. We don't see value in our communities, but everybody else do. Everybody else do. Because we looking at it through the wrong lens. We just looking at it through our trauma. That's true. Because we experience so much so trauma. So much trauma in that in that area. In that area, we can't yeah. see the value. Yeah. But others come in and they see the value. Why do you think all the corner stores and convenience stores is owned by others? Mm-hmm. They see the value. Mm-hmm. We think I'm a fan of I'm a fan. That's my favorite piece of real estate. Them corner joints. Them corner stores is is money. <sighs> I'm trying to get through listen. I'm trying to get the one right next to my store. Mm-hmm. Right? If I can get it. It's checkmate. Is that one, that one, because I was doing some research looking into vacant lots and I seen something, I seen one, the one, I guess is, is that a barbershop on the corner or something and it's a parking lot right there? Yeah, that's a, no, that's not a barbershop. Okay. That is a, uh, my homeboy owned that building actually. Because um, I seen that lot for sale. That lot was for sale I think possible, at one but time. but it is a parking lot. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. It's possible. It's a few lots up there that is for sale, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and um, you know, once you buy it, it just depends on do you have the money to build anything on it, mm-hmm. or you know you just got to keep it up until somebody yeah. come along with enough. Or money you to do a, um, I mean, you know, c- coming from the aspect of a of a nonprofit dealing with the youth, yo, community garden. Well, that's what everybody do. But right. what I'm saying is, community gardens is cool. So yeah, yeah. for everybody that's doing community gardens, they cool. But my thing is economic development. Mm-hmm. Beautification is fine. Economic development. Mm-hmm. I need to make a building that's going to make money so I can create jobs. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. Like, I, yeah. I want buildings that I can create jobs with. Right. Like, if it's a supermarket next to my store, then, I, you know, I'm, I'm working on it, right? Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's an uphill climb, though, right? Mm-hmm. But if I can get it, that means that's six jobs immediately that mm-hmm. I can plug young people into. Mm-hmm. Not just any young people. No, young people from that neighborhood. Right. So when they get out, when they get out of school, they come to the corner store that they work in, in the, on their neighborhood, right? And then they close the store and go home. That's it. Yeah. That's economic infrastructure, mm-hmm. right? Now all of our money stay in the hood. Exactly. Right. You know. You know this. I'm sure you know these facts. But um, you know, the, when black people spend our money, it don't circulate. Right. Once we spend our money, that yeah. shit gone. Yeah. Exactly. Right? We maybe need, one time. Maybe once, right? <laughs> so we needed to circulate. We yeah. need to circulate, you know, mm-hmm. 10, 15, 20 times before leaving. And, and I don't want nobody to think that I got an issue with any other race. I don't. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I'm pro-black, so I got to, you know. Yeah. What's most important to me is the people where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? And, and then, you know, we, we in last place. Yeah. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I got to focus on us. We in last place, yeah. you know. So yeah. I, I don't want to buy all the wall. Damn, I thought me and you was cool. We well, is cool. I love right. you. You know what I mean? But. 
Right. You're not fucked up. Like it, my people fucked up. Yeah. You know, so I got to I got to focus on that. Right. You know, that's the focus. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man. man how the hell you hold that phone, man, and do all this? God damn, you multitasking over this. Man, look. Man, look. <laughs> normally, normally it's, it's me, it's, it's Duke, it's it. You know, so it, like the, the conversation will rotate and I can kind of switch my phone yeah. back. But Well, you're doing it. I appreciate you. But 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 listen, what? I said, man, if, if what, when what come, I already know. We gonna have some substance yeah. to talk about because sure. I know you. Yeah. You know, shout out to my man T. Yeah, <laughs> that's my guy. Yeah. like that's my bro. And, and y'all have the same energy. Yeah. Like he might be a little more energetic than you at times. At times, yeah. yes. At so, times. so now let's let's. How is how has the um, how's the store doing? The store, you know, um, some days are better than others. Mm -hmm. You know, but at the end of the day, in August would be year eleven. Year 11. So that's nice. how the store doing. Absolutely. Right? And August is year 11. Bruh, I you know understand. I mean? Yeah. You know, people come to our store, right? Knowledge. Women, you know, we're, we're a female boutique. We yeah. sell men's stuff, but we specialize yeah. in women. Women come to our store, Knowledge. You know what they say? Some of them, oh my God, I ain't know y'all was still here. Mm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because they ain't been there four or five for years. For a while, yeah. Right? I ain't know y'all was still here. And, you know, and, and eventually I'm, I'm, I'm going to give y'all the secrets to longevity in, in the boutique game, hey, man. the clothing game. Yeah. It's secrets, it's yeah. secrets. It's, I know it's secrets. It's secrets, That's right? a specialty, that's a special uh, niche there. It's secrets, man. Yeah. It's secrets and, and people got to know, you know. Mm -hmm. gotta, a lot of these boutiques be opening up and closing it in two years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and it's, it's a, a niche. Reason, it's, it's a, a niche behind it, man. Like, it is. And, and, you know, to 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 say salute to y'all, you know, year 11. Yeah. And, and from another entrepreneur, you know, this year marks my 20 year. Yeah. Cutting hair professionally, Damn. like twenty years. So, is you wearing a knee brace yet? No, I'm not. <laughs> okay, I've noticed. I <laughs> I'm at the point where, like, you know, I'm not about into fancy when it comes to like shoes and all that. Yeah, I remember when I first started, I was buying a pair of Jordans. Oh, look at that Instagram tapped out on me. I was buying a pair of Jordans every week, bro. Right. Every week. Right. But now, forget Jordan, cause I'm an older man now. Are, I need to be comfortable. And how old are you? I'll be 40 this year. Damn. Next month. 40 and over. I'll be 40 in April. 40 and over. So so actually I'm gonna have a um I'm I'm gonna have a party. I'm thinking on April the 10th. All right. I'm inviting everybody. Yeah. I don't care if I don't know you. You can still come. Like <laughs> why why is that? Because, why because it's more of a uh it's a appreciation party mm -hmm. for like my customers, and for it's an anniversary. It's my twentieth year. Fair enough. And I'm turning forty. Fair enough. So all milestones to That's me. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want people to know, like, if like, especially like, I got from from the era that how old are you? What? I'm forty eight. You forty eight. Yeah. All right. So you got me by like ten years. Eight years, bro. Or eight years. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but. I'm friends with a lot of my peers that I grew up with, yeah. like through high school, people that I met along the way, yeah. clients, like everything, everybody becomes like family almost, you know? So I'm friends with a lot of people. Understood. So I want to let everybody know, look, I appreciate y'all. It's the love. I get it's it. It's the love. It's the love. I get like, it. yo, come through. Come through. I don't even care if you stay for five no, minutes. Just, Just take through. a picture, come through, come. eat. See you later. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? So. I feel you. And and I want to get back to the entrepreneur shit because you know that's yeah. my shit, uh -huh. right? So, and you know nothing is off the table. Just so you know, 
You know that though. Okay. Nothing is off the table. We here. God damn, we here. Yeah, we here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So before we go into the entrepreneur bag, okay. I want to go into the youth. All right. Because I know that's a, that's a, a place that's special for you. Right. When we talk about the youth, a lot of people have opinions about the young and how they are developing and what are they into? Why are they not into this? Right. Because we come from what we come from and we did how we did, mm -hmm. but it's not like that now. Right. So for the, for the young that, you know, they into the gaming world a lot, you know, they, they might not necessarily video, video, video games. games. Yeah. They into yeah. the video games and not necessarily, you know, outside like we was, right. you know, playing sports. You got some that's into the some, sports too, but you're right. So how, how do you feel like we can, we can, we can get the youth's attention to be able to listen. Oh, that's easy. Tell me how we do hey, knowledge. Hey, knowledge. Yeah. Knowledge is wisdom. When knowledge is wisdom, <laughs> we understand. <laughs> Yo, listen. You got to pay them. You, I feel you. You got to train them. Yes. And listen, a perfect example. Film needs to be right here. Mm -hmm. Right now, they are training doing production. Nice. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, these two is my nieces. They okay. That's what they into. Okay. Right? This is one of our guys, and right now they on payroll. Gotcha. Yo, I need production people. Right. So sign the time sheet, and let's go do this Jimmy Johnson. I've always felt that way it's when it comes like to, because I do that with my sons. I do that with my son, my, my older son mostly. Like, he want all this, he want all this shit, right? He into the gaming. I'm like, bro, I don't have no problem supporting you with your gaming, but don't come to me with, can you get me this, can you get me that? <laughs> no, right. you need to That's come right. with, I want to work for this, and I'll get you, and I'll go halfway with you. That's what my father used to do for me. Right. You know, listen, and and like you said, I, I'm a fan of. If you go, we gonna pay you. I'm gonna pay you. I'm gonna pay because I know your interest is money. That everybody's interested everybody's in money. Yeah. <laughs> right. People kill me with that. Well, you can't pay from everything. I like yo. Listen, ninety five percent of people, if you took away the salary, they wouldn't be working. Right. All right. that, all that, I'm giving back. I'm giving back, man. You get paid. Right. Hear that shit. Right. Yeah, it's easy to give back when you're getting paid. Mm. Giving back is when you take when you're not getting paid. Right. That's giving back. Yeah, that's now, giving people back. People gonna be mad. Oh, Ward, well, you can't say that. I can say that. Right. Because I do it. Because you do it. You right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. my father's plan pays me nothing. Right. And we raised eighty five thousand dollars last year. Mm. And I got paid none of it. Right. I'm giving back. Yeah. The kids get the money. Exactly. We bought a building for the kids. Nice. So that's giving back. Nice. And it's not knocking nobody. Right. I just want people to understand because now, now we live in a culture of we take all these terms and we and, and we switch them around to fit what we want. I got let me say this. Let me get off topic. Stop talking about I'm going into the trap. You a goddamn you work at a sec you a secretary. That's not the trap. Mm. But you want to make it what you want to make it. Yeah. Because it's slick. I'm going to the trap. Yo, it's you work popular. At, yo, you work at UPS. That's not the trap. Right. It's popular. UPS is not a trap. UPS is an opportunity to advance. The trap is a trap. Yes. The trap is no opportunity to advance. Right. That's why they call it the trap. Right. So stop trying to change the words to fit your new culture that you're trying to create. The hip-hop. They try to be stop into it. the so-called hip-hop culture. You're not a gangster. Right. <laughs> you, you're not trapping. Yes. You right. go to work. Right. And that's cool. That's in style. Yeah. But you wanna you don't wanna be the in like it's it's crazy to me. Like, right. It's just crazy to me, right? right? Like the things that you know people switch around to make it fit. Mm -hmm. Because they don't wanna accept your I'm, your I'm a square. 
Mm. You're a fucking square. You go to work every day. Mm. You work a nine to five. Mm. But guess what? When you become an adult, you you say, you know what? Being a square is cool. Yeah. You don't Just want like to being a nerd. Yeah, you they don't want to They say not being a nerd is not cool. Like we being a nerd up, is cool. When we was growing up, nigga, you're going to be a square. Square shit, I ain't going to be no square. Right. Not understanding. Like, yo, all the squares... They doing all right They now. got stability. Most of them retired. Yes. And most of them got jobs that they just do for a couple of dollars here and there. Like, I wasn't a square, and now I got to work 100,000 hours a week. Bruh. Just to catch up. They not. They they they, they built a foundation that was stable, in a sense. Yeah. yeah coming from so. this, coming from this, uh, from this entrepreneur world, I mean, yeah, I went to, I went to, I graduated high school. Yeah. I went to college. I graduated college. Yeah. People will say, yo, why are you not doing none of that? <laughs> my mom, even I'm, my I'm mom. I'm going to talk about that too. I'm going to talk about that. From day one, she was like, so you just not going to use your engineering degree? Goddamn like, knowledge. I didn't know it was a goddamn degree in engineering knowledge. Why aren't you yeah, using it? Yeah, electrical that? engineering. Why aren't you using that, brother? Bruh. So I always tell my story like, Damn. My my what was it? My junior year or my sophomore year at Morgan. Yeah, I started cutting hair. I went on the apprenticeship. I met a guy. Shout out to Keith. I met a guy, and he was like, "Yo, I can help you get your license if you're serious, right? Without going to school, right?" So I was like, "Well, look, let me kill two birds with one stone. Graduate from college, get my degree, and get my barber's license." But as I'm cutting. It started getting good to it me. It started getting good. I like the freedom too. Yeah. I like the freedom. Yeah. I like the I like to, you know, and then the, the stigma was I'm going into a field that's predominantly dominated by a white male. They already gonna look at me as secondhand because I'm a black man coming into the engineering world. Okay. I didn't want to be on no yo sitting in a cubicle for whatever. Not to say I, I may not I may I may be wrong. That was just your thinking. That was in my thinking. Right. I ain't trying to sit behind a cubicle that for eight hours a day right. on some bullshit. Yeah, yeah, While yeah. I'm here, I'm in the hood, I'm interacting with people, I'm liking this. Right. I'm making money though. Right. I started making money after like two years. Yeah. So I was good. No, but I was yeah. So good. I was I was straight. I'm like, yo, so here we are, mm-hmm. twenty years later, like you said, it that resiliency that it's like, yo, I, no matter what I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it work. Whatever I do in life, right. I'm going to be great at. Right. That's just my mentality. Agreed. So, yeah. You say you had a, you wanted to ask me something about what? I say? the entrepreneur and, and, and me doing what I wanted to do. I forgot. Oh, no. all right. <laughs> I'm 48 knowledge. Oh, all right. You got, you got to get me. I can't right believe you're 48, yo. You yeah. don't look like it. I'm trying to. I'm trying to look like it. Okay, so, you're trying you know, to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's, so, so, but I say all that to say... You know, people, and, and and I think now at to this point, my mother believes the fact that okay, it's, it's no going back for me in terms of this is what I've been doing, man. Yeah, I didn't built I didn't built a clientele it's working. that's working, yeah. and and yet sometimes I I got friends that's in the engineering world. Mm-hmm. You know, I would like that uh, stability that they have, the yeah. paycheck they have. No doubt about it. Of course. That would be great. No doubt about I, it. I, I probably would be much further than what I am now. <laughs> you know, but it is what it is. No, but it's cool. Right. Yeah. And, those, and, and so let's talk about that, how sometimes when you look at, when you look back at life. Yeah. And, and people always say, do you have any regrets? Oh, hell yeah, I got regrets. I, I remember what I wanted to say. So listen, so remember, we're going to talk about regrets. So, because I forget that shit. That's cool. Right. Yo. The college, yeah. this is for all the listeners. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm telling you, listen, T told me. This is what T said. T okay. said, well, don't get on there and just start yabby, yabby, yabby. 
said the cancel the cancel culture is real. <laughs> I've, 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 so I've heard. Listen. So I've he heard. Said, Don't get on that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to be mindful. Okay. To not offend nobody. Oh. But I gotta say this, man. I know what you mean, but man, man listen, fuck I gotta that, say man. it. I gotta say it. Listen, man. Mm-hmm. College is a scam, man. Mm. It's a scam. Mm-hmm. Listen, it's not for everybody. It's not. Like, they try to make you believe that you got to go to college in order to be successful. That's not true. Mm-hmm. That's not true. It's the reason that they took all the trades out of these high schools. Mm. Because they didn't want these young black kids coming out of high school with a trade. Right. That means I can't make no more money off you. I need you to go to college for four more years so I can make some more money off you. Yeah. Even though you're going to go to college and get your engineering degree and you ain't even going to use it. <laughs> <laughs> Right. We still won't get that money off you. Right. Right? So, you know, this is just for the parent. Because cause my youngest daughter, you listen, we got into an argument about her going to community college. Okay. Right? Got into an argument. I said, yo, go to community college for two years because that shit is free. Yeah. You can get financial aid. I said, all your friends going to all these different schools, that's fine. I said, but both of y'all going to be juniors at the same time. Yeah. They're going to have debt and you not. Exactly. You, you you too caught up in how it look. I don't want to go to community college and make it look like uh, I graduated from city, so I should. Nah, fuck that. Yeah. Go to community college because after two years, you're going to have a degree. And then you can decide if you want to continue to yeah. go or not. Most people drop out after two years. Yeah. With nothing. With nothing. Except that. Right. Right. So this is for all the young listeners and all the parents. Mm-hmm. Yo, stop trying to push your kids to go to these big schools, and now you got to come out your pocket. And yo, it's just not worth it. Like, it's not. Let them go to community college first. Yeah. Because they might decide that school ain't for them. Because you're gonna have to take all those core classes anyway. You got to take no them matter anyway. what school you go Why to. Why would you pay? Mm-hmm. Twenty five thousand dollars just for the experience, because that's all you're paying for. Yeah. You're not paying for the classes. You can get the classes at community college. You're right. paying for the college experience. Right. Which is a great experience. Right. I will say. I yeah. went to college, but my shit was paid for. Like right. I, I was on scholarship. Okay. Right? Okay. But the experience was awesome. But just understand, you know, you need to start being honest with your kids. Listen, I'm, we about to pay this fifty thousand dollars a year for for this experience. Right. Because the classes you can get for free at community college. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I as, agree. But as a parent, you can't <laughs> say when a parent, oh, how your daughter doing? Oh, she go to B Triple C. Oh. Mm. Oh, my kids go to Spelman. Mm-hmm. Oh, my kids go mm-hmm. to North Carolina A and T, and they make you feel big as a parent. Yo, stop mm-hmm. that. Stop. But you know, you stop. know, you know that to me speaks about how we as a people get caught up in we do. that materialistic. Not only that, not only that, knowledge. and status quo. Not only that, mm-hmm. we get caught up into what, what um, I'm trying to say this the right way. We get caught up into what the system tells us we should be caught up into. Mm-hmm. Right, the system yeah. say finish high school, go to college. Right, because that has been the system. Mm-hmm. You know, that that system don't necessarily work for us because we really can't afford to pay for college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of us can. Some of us are doing well, and you know, and we can send our kids to college to pay for it. So I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about the people who got to fill out financial aid. Mm-hmm. I'm, about the, I'm talking about the people who don't have no money to send their kids to college, and and, and they send them four or five hundred a month for food. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But everything mm-hmm. else is loans and right and, and, and loans. Right, like yo, stop. Preparing your kids to owe money. And be in debt. And be in debt. Yeah, that's important. As soon important. as they finish college, they're 21, 22 years old, and they got $100,000 yeah. in debt. And I'm going to speak. I'm gonna say Come something on, about that, too, that in terms cool. of, because uh, I was just talking to my son about this the other day, about credit cards. He was asking me about credit cards, and, and that's one thing that was never explained to me, me until I got pretty much out of high school. Right. Like, so here it is. My son just turned 14. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm telling him, like, oh, boy, 
Look, credit cards going to come your way. Trust and believe. They love to see young people get, get they're going to send, they're going to flood your mailbox yeah. with it. Like, don't get them. Don't get all of them. Maybe get one. Yeah. If you get one, don't max it out. If they right. give you 300, don't spend 300. Right. Go get you a bag of chips and a soda or something. Get something to eat, then pay that shit off. You know, something small. Right. This is how we had to start learning. We had to start teaching our kids. We got right. all these credit repair people out here. All these financial people now that now we getting it. We some we of are. us are getting we it. Are. You know what I'm saying? So we now are. we need to start educating our kids. The younger the better. Let me say Because they with, end the money. Let me say this before I talk about regrets. I gotta say this. Yo, okay. yo, I'm not knocking nobody for going to college. Right. I'm not. I ain't knocking nobody for yeah, going to college either. And, and I'm not saying you shouldn't send your kids to college. I'm just saying college is not for everybody. Right. So don't push it on everybody. Right. It's not for everybody. You right. know what I'm saying? So if you got a kid that's on the fence, yo, send them to community college mm -hmm. because it's free. And then after two years, they're going to actually have a degree. Mm. So if they decide, I don't want to do this no more, that's cool. At least you, at least you got a, a free degree out of it. Mm -hmm. You don't mm -hmm. owe nothing and you got a little associate's degree. Right. That's cool. Right. That's a win-win. Right. Right. So let me talk about regrets. Let's talk about regrets. Yo, I regret, um, man, I, probably my biggest regret and I, and I hate to even have regrets, but if right. you know, if I had to have a regret, it would probably be, you know, I got married when I was about 24 years old. Mm -hmm. And I don't regret getting married because it was a great experience. You know, I've been divorced like 15 years. Got right? you. So it was a great experience. But I do regret not having an understanding that bringing my daughter into a situation that I only thought about myself. Mm. I didn't think about how getting married, my wife with two kids of her own, I didn't think about how that would affect my only daughter that I had who got all my attention all the time. Mm. I was just living my life. Okay. And I forced her to adjust to my life. Gotcha. Right? So if I had to do it over, I wouldn't have forced her to adjust to my life. I would have adjusted to her life. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Until she was at an age where she was comfortable with me bringing in a whole new family. Right? Okay. So that's probably my only, you know, everything okay. else is just a part of yeah, a part of the growing right. process. You know what I mean? But, yeah. but you know, and me and her talk about that. Like I've mm. talked to her about it because now she got a son. Gotcha. You know, now I got a grandson. Okay. So you know, I talked to her about like, yo, you know, I wish I wouldn't have made you adjust to my life. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I, I was just immature. I, I just really wasn't thinking fully. Yeah. Right. And I, mm -hmm. I wish I, I wish I would have adjusted to your life, even though mm -hmm. I did. But in that particular area, yeah, I did not. Right. And it affected her. Mm. You know, because I saw it as the years went on. You know. Gotcha. Um, as I got older and she got older and I would see things and I would reflect like, damn, that shit is kind of on me. Yeah. Right? And, and it's tough. It hurt. Yeah. Because you can't change it. You can't. Right? Right. So, you know, now that she's an adult, we talk about it. Yeah. You know, so that's that's probably my... That's um, powerful, though. That's probably my only regret, you know, and, and yeah. that's, for, that's for any parents, you know, like, yo, I know you want to live your life, but, you know, yo, you created a life. Yeah. So you have to adjust to sacrifice. that life you created mm -hmm. and figure out how can I live my life around what I created. I probably can agree with you on that. I, that yeah. probably was one of my mistakes. I know my, my baby mother would say that. Like, <laughs> you was doing too much. <laughs> you wasn't doing enough. I got married, oh, after, I got okay. married after one year. I, I met her. One year, we got married later. Wow. And I love the shit out of her, mind yeah. you. I love yeah. the shit out of her. So yeah. I, I didn't regret the marriage part. But in hindsight, right. 
I probably could have took a little time. Gotcha. I didn't do it in one year. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, so I how do you how do you how do you adjust now? Or let's just let's just say you know again, I'm I'm going back to you know you're doing a lot. You got the store. Yeah. You got my father's plan. You working with the and, youth. And I got a full time job. Don't and you got that. a full time job. Yeah. So how do how does that work? How does your love life work into that? Like how does it fit into that? What uh, you got to find somebody that um number one like accept you for yeah. who, for who you is. Mm-hmm. You know, the woman that I'm with, when I met her, I was moving like I move now. Exactly. You know what I mean? And then we we wasn't love at first sight. Exactly. <laughs> we, we was just hanging out. Okay. You know, I was I was I was doing what I was doing. Yeah, you know exactly, what I'm exactly. So you know, she just stuck. She just stuck. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And, and I and I found myself, I found myself telling her stuff that I wasn't telling other people. Mm-hmm. I found myself sharing stuff. Sharing with her stuff that I wasn't sharing yeah. with people. And I found myself, you know. I'm, as much as I'm public, I'm really private. Right. Right? So I started bringing her to family functions. Okay. And people was like, That's damn. the beginning. People were like, damn, DeWar, that's his girl? Yeah. I didn't even know he had a girl. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's kind of how, so she just accept, she just accept me for nice. who I am. You know what I'm saying? So it's easy. That's what's up. Yeah, it's easy. That's it, what's it's up. Easy. It's not even an issue. She know. Nice. Now, knowledge. Listen, I might get up one o'clock in the morning and go down to my building and start knocking out walls and shit like that. Yeah. And she just know, like, this guy's insane. <laughs> Like, where you going? I'm about to go down to the building. What? It's one o'clock in the morning, the I, Like I know, but I, I got to do it. Like, yeah. if I don't do it, I I'm gonna stay energy. up all night. I'm I stay got up the all energy, night. yo. Yeah. So she, hey, she just accept that I'm that I'm insane. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Hold up, we got uh yeah. my man Duke requested to be in the video. Hold on. Hey see. man, tell Duke. Know. Hey man, tell Duke. Isleyon is coming, man. Isleyon is coming, and he gonna know what I'm talking about. She coming this summer. We coming hard. Yeah. Yeah, we coming hard. Okay. Yes. And who is Ozion? Ozion is my youngest daughter. She's a she's a uh, singer. Okay. You know, Duke, Duke worked with her a couple of times at a couple of spots. Okay. So, so he know he know about her. He on he on the live now. Hey Duke, can you can you see you can see my camera right? Hey, what's up? Can y'all see me? What up, bro? What's yeah. up? What's up? I see you. Hold on. Yeah, we hear you. Hey man, cut it out, man. You already know me, man. Huh? He say he in Miami right now. Hey man, hey man, you don't know who I am? He said you don't know who he is. Yo. He said he said he know you already, dude. Oh yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, I'm good, good brother. Whoa. <laughs> Living the life. Listen, I'm catching the show in the middle of a video shoot, so I definitely appreciate you coming on, bro. So I can't be there to you know, be that person. It's all love. Already. It's all love. All right, y'all be safe. He look like Michael Vick a little bit too, yo. Oh man. Hey, he look like me. <laughs> 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 all right, y'all be good, bro. All right, bro. All right. Yeah, he living the life. Yeah, dude, chilling, man. He living the life that people only dream of. Hey, man, look, it's. Man, we we've been doing this thing for a minute, yo. You know, like we uh, we on like one, what we on week one hundred and thirty something. I didn't even know that. I no. believe, yeah. It's been like two. It's been like two to three years I now. Just caught wind that you maybe maybe four weeks ago. Damn, swear to the God. first time. First time. Man, we've been doing nah, it. Nah, nah, nah. I'm gonna say two months. I'm gonna say two months. Okay, okay. I'm gonna say two months. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we've been we've been at it, man. We've been at it. Yeah. It's been good though. Yeah. It's been good. This this opened up a whole nother world, you know, sure. having this platform and yeah. um, you know, originally we was at 
uh, Radio 1 with 92Q and all them. But because of the COVID, when the COVID hit, it changed the dynamic. So fortunately, we was able to pick up right where we, you know, we never stopped. We picked up right here in this space. Beautiful. And we've been doing it ever since. So for all the listeners out there, make sure y'all subscribe to the podcast. You can catch it everywhere. The DJ Booth Radio Show. It's on everything. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple. It's on Google. It's on Stitcher. Um... I'm working on updating the YouTube page, but that's a work in progress. Okay. But um, other than that, man, life has been cool. Yeah. You know, it's it's, it's getting better. I yeah. see it, what they say. Like, I got a question for you because because okay. I had this question with a couple young guys, and okay. I was saying, yo, they say a man reaches his prime at forty. Okay. That what they say? That's what they say. Okay. And when I say prime, I'm meaning mentally. Mentally, right. You got it. Mentally, Mentally emotionally. spiritually, emotionally, yeah. all of the checks across the board. Yeah. You know, what 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 you feel about that? Because yeah. be, you being uh, in the, you being forty eight. Yeah, theoretically. Theoretically, that's accurate. Uh-huh. Theoretically. Know, that doesn't apply to everybody we know. Right. Because a fool at forty is a fool forever. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But, but theoretically. Theoretically, yeah, right. That, that, I can that, agree. That applies to most. I can know? agree. It's the emotional part. You know, you yeah. know, men, men, mentally, a lot of guys have it together, you know, in, mm-hmm. in their thirties. Like mm-hmm. mentally. Mentally. In terms mm-hmm. of knowing what they want. Right. Knowing how to get it. That's all mental. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, having to drive, having to push. That's all mental. Mm-hmm. You know, the spiritual part, some men never get it. Right. That's just, that's that's, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. But it's the emotional part mm. that is very important. You know, my first marriage didn't work. I say my first marriage, my only marriage. My marriage right. didn't work because I was emotionally immature. Mm. I was just immature emotionally. You know right. what I mean? I was selfish emotionally. Mm. Just emotionally, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just selfish. I want to be by myself today. Yo, you married and your wife just told you she had a horrible day. Mm. I ain't hear none of that, though. Right. All I know is what I felt inside, which is I want to be by myself today. Right? Mm. When you become older, now if I come in the house, no matter how I feel, I got to check my girl temperature. Yes. And I might feel like some shit. Like, yo, yeah. I don't want to talk. Yeah. Please leave me alone. Yeah. But emotionally, I understand I got to check her temperature. It's not about just me. I got to check her temperature. Right, right. If her temperature is cool, then I can say, look, man, I, look, I'm about to go down. I'm Listen, I, I ain't yeah. got it today. I ain't got it today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? But if her temperature is high, guess what? I got to sit on my shit for a little while. Yeah. I got to sit on my shit. Yeah. And that might mean just sitting next to her on the couch and not saying a word. Right. Just to show the fact that just, you can. I'm just right here. Yeah, you're right here. Yeah, I feel, I feel like shit. I really want to go outside. I really want to do this, but my girl temperature is running high. Mm. So I got. I'm gonna sit next to her until she say, "Oh, babe, I know you want to go play basketball. I know you want to." I'm like, mm. "Are you sure?" Mm. In my mind, I'm like, "Oh yes." Mm. But you know, I'm like, "You sure, bro?" She like, "Yeah, I'm sure." But that's emotional yeah. maturity. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, most of us get it around forty. I probably got it around forty. Forty-two. Yeah, <laughs> somewhere around that. Yeah. Somewhere around that. Yeah, around I, I, I feel you though, man. You know, I feel you. You, you got to be in touch with your emotions, and you know, if you're in touch with your feelings, it it just it it keep a lot of it would have kept a lot of brothers out of prison if they was in touch with their oh, feelings. Oh my goodness, absolutely. A lot of people would still be alive if they was in touch with their feelings. Man. You know, Baltimore is so volatile. Yeah. Right. So you got to understand, yo, when you have in Baltimore, a verbal, a small verbal altercation can lead to murder. Absolutely. If if both people are not in touch with their feelings and most of the time they not most of the time they not right yeah usually when I when I have verbal altercations which is not often right mm-hmm. but usually when I have them 
I'm thinking for both of us. Exactly. Exactly. I'm thinking for me and you. Right. Because I want us to walk away, both of us free and both of us alive. Bruh. You only thinking about, nigga, I will kill you. Exactly. And I'm like, yeah, I know you will. Right. I know you will. Yeah. And that's why. I, I'm easy. You know, I'm easy to walk away. All right, yeah. brother, you win. You strong man for the day. I'm good. I'm yeah, good. You got I, it. You got it. And not only do you got, usually I find um, over the years, because it's diplomacy, right? Mm-hmm. I've been using diplomacy since I was a young because my father kind of kind of told me how to, you know, Mm-hmm. Move and, and manipulate and stuff like that. Right? Mm-hmm. Manipulate the environment, stuff like Got that. You. So usually, I've, I have verbal altercations when I was in my twenties and thirties, right, with guys, and it could have went bad. Those same guys, man, they loved the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. They will kill for me mm-hmm. because now that they understand, like, damn, twenty years ago or fifteen years ago, I was ready to kill Dewar, and he said whatever he said, mm-hmm. and at the time I thought he was a sucker. Yep. But now that I'm older, I realize yo wasn't a sucker. Man, look, yo was, speak about that. Yo wasn't listen, a sucker. Yo was, yo was on point. Listen, speak about yeah. that because I think that that speaks volumes, man, to what some of that training that you're talking about for the young, That's for right. the young guys, man. Because got right. the young guys, man. We we like you said, we behind the eight ball, bro. And we got to start thinking for other people. We got to start strategically thinking because for each other, for each other. Yeah. And, and and stop being so, like you said, Baltimore, we different. We I was t- talking about this the other personal. day. We take everything personal and we so fast to explode. Explode. Because I want to show you, oh, oh, I could turn up. Yeah. That ain't yeah. the way, bro. I got a young boy in our program. He was supposed to be here today. I call him Angry Man. Mm. Right. When I first started calling him, he ain't like it. Right. Because when I say I'm like, oh, boy, here go angry, man. So right. everybody start laughing. Ah, I said, yeah, you want to start calling me mom? I said, see? Right. I said, that's why I called you that, right. yo. I said, yo, you just was cracking on my headline. Everybody was laughing at me. Right. Now I say something to you. Now the joke on you. You explode. <laughs> he went from, hey. Yeah. You right. Right. So now when I say angry, man, he's like, damn, what's, what's? now he investigate. Mm-hmm. He investigate his behavior. Exactly. Whereas though before, it was like, angry, right. man, come on, Right. And I was like, come on, angry man. He'd be like, what? No, what would right. I say? Right. Right. And a lot of times, so if you just think, if you think sometimes before you react, like you said, that's that emotional control. You got to learn to do that. You do have to learn to do that. Yeah. You do have to learn to do that. That's and like reflection. you said, being around somebody such as yourself or such as myself, like even, you know, cutting hair, I'm around young people that I've seen Everybody. go from six years old to 26 years old. I'm like, yo, wow. Crazy. Crazy. So, but like you said, you have to learn that. You have to be around, I would say, I always like to say real men. It's it's a difference. It's a difference between being around alpha males that are real men, like stand-up people. Let me say this. I don't hate to cut you off. No, you're good. You know, um, but this platform, correct me if I'm wrong, um, most platforms of adults, Mm -hmm. right, they don't really cater to the youth, like 18 on down. Yeah, is that accurate? I would say I would say so. Okay, they don't cater to them. Don't cater yeah. to them. Not saying that they, they don't watch, but right. Okay, cool. So, you know, when we're talking about youth development, right? When I'm talking to other adults mm-hmm. about youth development, I'm usually talking about the adults because it's no way that you can help youth develop if you're not developing your exactly. yourself. Right. And it's a lot of adults trying to tell youth what they should and shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. But yo, I just saw you say, "I'm gonna smack the shit out that bitch." Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. heard you say that yeah. like 20 minutes ago. Right. And now you're trying to tell this young boy that he should respect his this and that. You don't even do it. 
Mm-hmm. So before you start telling them what they should and shouldn't be doing, how about you do you do a little self reflection? And this is for our adults, especially yeah. our black men. Absolutely. How about you do a little self reflection on the things that you need to get better at and just be an example mm-hmm. instead of trying to do this. Man, that's one of the things I explained. Just I told my son. I told my son, you know, we had a tough, we had a real tough time. Right. Probably when he was like 12, 13, maybe we had a tough time. And so I explained to him, you know, he was mouthing off, saying all this fly shit out of his mouth. Right. And the first time I got really angry. I got upset. I was, I was, I was upset and I was angry at the same time. Right. So then I talked to my stepfather about it, mm-hmm. you know, and he gave me some advice. And then in my mind, I'm already saying, look, from an adult standpoint, as a child, you're going to need me before I need you. Mm-hmm. You're going to come back. You're going to come back. Right. So he did. And I told him, I said, look, man, I can't sit here and try to tell you to be a a, a man and, and, and control your emotions because you're getting mad. When you get mad, you fly off at the mouth. Mm-hmm. I can't sit here and tell you that. And then I react to you in the same way you same did way me, you did. cussing and fussing at you, yeah. getting all emotional. I got to be able to be an example to you of what a controlled man is. That's right. So he, he started to see it. I haven't had no, we've been, we in a much better space now, right. a much better space. And believe me, I was like, yo, as a, as a, as a man, you don't know. I mean, even a parent, we're we not taught how to be parents. You just go off of what, what you know to be right. Yeah. And, and some examples that have been in your life, yeah. you know, so believe me, I'm, it's important. I'm, it's important, you know, especially for us, I'm talking to us, like black men, like it's important. Yeah. You know, yeah. You gotta, before you start telling people what they need to do mm-hmm. and, I, and you know, that, that leads me to think about um, when people, that's why I don't have, that's why I don't really like having those um, meetings with people about what we need to do as a people. I don't really don't like doing yeah. that because a lot of times if I went into your personal life, yo, you really haven't changed. Mm-hmm. You just change publicly. Mm-hmm. When you're out in public, you change. But when you're around your closest friends and your closest relatives, yo, you're just the same. Mm-hmm. Right? So you really right. haven't changed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I can't hang out on the block with my homeboys like I used to. Right. I used to be able to go see my mans over this place or that place and sit out yeah. and blow right. and chill. Right. Now I can't do that because right. I had to change. Like, yo, my father's plan is pushing me into into places that I didn't expect to be in. Right. Gotcha. And I'm and, and I'm uncomfortable at times. Gotcha. Right? So mm-hmm. you know that you got if you're uncomfortable, you have to attack it. You have to attack what makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. I said, okay, so it makes me uncomfortable that I can't really hang out in places that I used to. That makes me uncomfortable. All right, well, now I'm definitely not going to hang out in places that I used to because I need to be. I need to get comfortable with this uncomfortable feeling. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, ju- I, I just stopped smoking like two months ago. Mm-hmm. And that's probably going to blow some people's minds who, because mm. I got my joints live streaming. Yeah. He was smoking. Was I? <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Blowing heavy. Right. You know what I mean? And I right. had to stop. Right. I had to stop. Like, yo, I can't afford for somebody to say, yo, Dewar, I want you to come meet this person about them donation, and I'm high, and I can't go. Exactly. Yeah. I can't afford that. that yeah, you, you know, can't. Yeah. The, the eye drops used to work. Do, do, you yeah. know, the, uh, device, the uh, Listerine, do, yeah. do, you know, yep, the little yep. joint. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm like, yo, but I'm faking. Right. I'm really high. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm trying to mask being high. Yeah. I said, no, nah, I don't want to be high. Yeah, you can't do that. Like, when I show mm-hmm. up, I want to be on full on blast, point. On point. Right. You know, but that's just a part of being a change. That I want to see. So now mm-hmm. when I tell my young boys, you know, they might pull up on me. I'm like, what y'all doing, y'all? Shit. I'm like, y'all high as shit. Right? Before when I used to say that, that shit ain't carry no weight. Because mm. I was high as shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> now when 
I say it, it carry a little weight. Yeah. Because I told them, I said, yo, I'm about to start smoking. Mm. They was like, man, I need to start smoking. But now I'm going to show y'all. Yeah, you got to show them. Right? Lead so now it's been, been like two months. You know, they say, well, you ain't smoking. I'm like, boy, I'm chilling. I'm trying to tell y'all, y'all yeah. got to start smoking. Yo, it gives you a new perspective. But now I can say that. Yeah. How the fuck? I'm high telling you mm -hmm. don't get high. That's like the old heads used to say, shorty, don't sell drugs, but y'all getting money selling drugs. Right. What the fuck? Right. How you going to tell me that? You know right. what I mean? I'm watching you getting money. Right. You know what I mean? You got the girls, you got the jewels, you got everything, and you telling me that I should stay in school. You ain't stay in school. Right? right. So you gotta you gotta be what you wanna see. You gotta be the change you wanna mm -hmm. see. You gotta be right. it first. Right, absolutely. Don't even tell people what they should or should be doing. Right. Do it. Show them. First you gotta yeah. do it with Because they're gonna look at you. They watching. They're you. gonna see you. Yeah, they're gonna see they you. They're gonna see you. So you know we got I mean? about we got about five minutes left uh, for those of us that just tuned in. I'm sitting there, my man Ward from My Father's Plan. We're gonna circle back, let people know what my father's plan is. My father's plan is a youth development movement. Mm-hmm. Right, it's all about developing youth, and at the same time, um, teaching them about economic development. Mm -hmm. So all of our training involves economics, all of it. Mm -hmm. Any type of training that we do, it's an economic component attached. Mm -hmm. Because without that, I would lose them. Nice, exactly. I would lose them. So with that, let me say this: everybody is not going to be on the front lines. Everybody not going to be on the front lines of the movement. That's just a reality. Right. But what I'm asking is. Yo, donate $10 a month and get nine of your friends to donate $10 a month mm. because I'm on the front lines and I need you to send that money up. Mm. You know what I mean? You want to vote, that's fine. You want to vote for your elected officials, that's fine. But yo, what's going to happen when they're not doing the job that you voted them in to do? Mm. It's people like myself and it's others. There's plenty of others. Mm -hmm. We're on the front lines and, and no matter who is in office, we're still on the front lines. Mm. So we need financial stability. Right. You know what I mean? Right now, we got 16 young people on a uh, pay stipend. They make a minimum of $50 a week pay stipend. Mm -hmm. Some of them get more. Some of them, that's the minimum. Mm -hmm. Right. Sometimes it's 25 depending on what our budget look like. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it's 10 depending on what our budget look like. So I'm always, I, I always got to try to get people to donate. And I say $10 a month because I know 300 people that got $10 a month and it's nothing. You can mm -hmm. go to the website, www.myfathersplan.com. Mm. Tell them. Press a button and it'll come out your account every month. You won't miss it. Mm. You smoke weed every day. Yo, kick that ten dollars out. Right. I don't man. care that you smoke weed. <laughs> I'm just saying. Right. Kick that ten out. Kick for that us. ten out for us. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean. My so man. That's what we need, man. We need we need money in order to keep this thing going. When people jump on my page, I'm so proud of you. Yo, when the kids finish working, I can't tell them I'm so proud of you and send them home. Mm. They're not gonna come back. Mm. So stop thinking that shit worked for me. Mm. That shit don't motivate me. Mm. When I hear that number say, Doo -doo 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 -doo, and my cash app, oh, that shit motivate me. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, now we're doing something. Okay. Yeah, all that telling me I'm proud of, man. You know, unless you're unless you my mother's age, you know. If what's you're my your, age, you're uh, proud of me, I don't want to hear that. What's your, uh, drop your Instagram. So IG, people can, my mm -hmm. father's plan. Facebook, my father's plan, or you can go to DeWard Thomas. And I, and I always got to circle back. And, and, you know, I appreciate the love and I appreciate the energy. If you want to tell me you're proud of me, God damn it, keep on saying it. Mm -hmm. But just understand that I can't pay them with words. Right. And that's just as real as I can get. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I'm on the front lines, you know what I mean? $10. Tell nine of your friends, yo, let's all donate $10 a month to this program. It's called Group Economics. Group Economics. It's what all the other races do except ours. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and we got to start doing it. Like, I'm a you fan know, of Group Economics. You got to start doing it, you yep. know? I ain't yep. saying you got to go start a business. Right. But, you know, invest in something that you see is working. Mm. Because that's what other cultures do. Right. You know right. what I mean? That's what they do. That's why you I heard it. You heard it here first, y'all. Look, this your man, DJ Knowledge. You can follow me at 
DJ Knowledge, DJ N I L E D G E. I told you that was going to happen. Check my man out, Ward. He doing some great things in the community. At my father's plan. Thank y'all for tuning in to the DJ Booth Radio Show. You know we do this every Wednesday, 1 or 2 p.m. Shout my man, DJ Duke, jumped on the live in Miami. That's what we do, man. Appreciate the love. Thank y'all for tuning in. Peace. Each and every Wednesday, tune in to At the DJ Booth Radio Show. Powered by At Wise Guys Entertainment. It's Baltimore's talented DJs and MCs talking about trending topics, live interviews, and artist spotlight. The DJ Booth Radio Show cares about the community and is always giving back to area school. They support new local artists and shining light on up-and-coming talent. Each and every Wednesday from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Every Wednesday at 1 p.m. It's where the future of entertainment lives. Don't miss it.